I'm going to welcome all the kids to come on up front if you want to. If you're at a table and coloring, you're welcome to stay there. Miss Lisa, I think, is going to come up here with me. And there's lots of room for lots of kids up here. Oh, but maybe just stay up front here. I like, I like where he was going, though. All right, so if you're a kid or if you're a kid at heart, come on and sit up here. I'm going to put some things in the blue box that you'll be able to see if you're a little bit closer. Ooh, there is a lot of kids in here this morning, which is so fun. And do we have any kids at heart out there? Yeah? Maybe just two? Okay. All right. Well, this morning, we are going to talk about a person named Gideon. How many of you have heard of Gideon in the Bible? Yeah, a handful of you. How many have heard of Abraham in the Bible, though? Yeah, Abraham is a little bit more well-known than Gideon. But we're going to talk about Gideon. And here's one thing to know about Gideon. Gideon thought that he was a wimp. Do you guys know what that word means, wimp? What's it mean? Like weak, totally. What's your name? Drew? Drew? Good job, Drew. Yeah. Gideon thought that he was weak. Gideon thought that he was a wimp. But you know what? God had something to say to that. And that's what we're going to talk about this morning as we look at this story. Now, before we get started, though, because Gideon thought that he was a wimp, he was scared of a lot of things. How many of you are scared? Do you ever get scared? What, what kinds of things do you get scared about? What is it? Bez. Bez? I don't know what that is, but it sounds scary. Oh, bears. Who else out there is scared of bears? Yeah, you are not alone. Bears can be scary. What about you? What are you scared of? Spiders? Anybody else scared of spiders? Yeah. What about some of the adults out there? What are you scared of? Taxes. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, guess what? We all, young and old, we all are scared of something, right? But Gideon, we're going to learn about what he was scared of. But guess what? God says, I am with you even when you're afraid. Isn't that cool? So even if we see a bear or even if we see a spider or even if we have to do our taxes, God says, I am with you. I am with you. That's how cool God is. So what the story of Gideon shows us is that we don't have to be afraid because we're not alone. Because God says he's with us. And Jesus keeps us safe. Thank you, Maggie. That was great. Good job, parents of Maggie. <laughs> so do you guys want to hear a little bit more about Gideon? Okay, so we know who Abraham is, right? Abraham, he was like the father of Israel. He was one of the first people in history that believed in only one God, which is pretty cool. Moses, you guys know who Moses is? Moses led his people out of slavery in Egypt, and he led them to this really cool place called the Promised Land. Well, after Israel got to the Promised Land, they got into some trouble, they got into some trouble, and God had to raise up leaders every now and then to help them out. And guess what? Gideon was one of those leaders. He was one of those leaders that God called on to say, I need your help. My people are in trouble. But what do we know about Gideon? 
He was a wimp. He was a wimp. He was weak. So why would God call on that person to help? Well, let's take a break for a second. And let me reach into this blue box. I need your guys' opinion on a few things. If you were feeling sick to your stomach, if you were feeling sick to your stomach, who would you go to ask for help? Would you go to a doctor? Or would you go to your brother who's a Cub Scout that has a badge in first aid? What do you think? Doctor? What do you think out there? Doctor? One person would go to their brother, the rest would go to the doctor. That's good. That's good. Okay, what about this? Let's pretend that you are in your backyard and you're trying to dig up a dinosaur bone. Who would you go to and ask for help? Would you go to your sister, who just happens to have a beach pail, or would you go to a paleontologist? Do you guys. How do you. You even knew how to pronounce that. I had to practice that several times. You guys are smart. Okay, let's do another one. Let's pretend that you are in outer space, in a spaceship. And you're, oh my gosh, I know. And you're, you get lost trying to find Mars. Who do you go to to ask for help? A taxi driver? <laughs> or an astronaut? <laughs> you guys are so smart. Okay, last one. Let's pretend that you lost your backpack. You didn't just lose it, but actually it was stolen. Who do you ask for help? Your cute little grandma? Or a police officer. All right. Give yourselves a high five. That was great. Maybe you see where I'm going with this. God needed somebody to help his people. He needed somebody brave. He needed somebody confident. He needed somebody strong. And who does he pick? He picks Gideon, who is a wimp. Gideon thinks he's a wimp. Okay. So let's read a little bit more of this story. So our friend Gideon, his, his people, the Israelites, are getting picked on by the Midianites. We could call them the Meanites because they were really mean. And they would even steal Gideon and his people's food. And total meanies, right? And when God appears to Gideon, Gideon is in this tiny little room and he's hiding food because the Midianites would even steal their food. So he's in this tiny room. It's called a wine press and he's threshing wheat. Do you guys know what threshing wheat means? Anybody out there know what threshing wheat means? No one. There's one person in the sanctuary that knew what it meant. But basically what it means is he's in this tiny room trying to hide some of his food because he's afraid that the Midianites are going to get it. And that's when God appears to Gideon. And guess what God says to him? Does he say, hello there, wimp? No, that's mean, right? No, God appears to Gideon and he says, hello, mighty warrior. And Gideon is like, what? God, are you talking to me? And God was talking to him. He says, yes, I am talking to you, Gideon. I am sick of how these people are treating my people and I need you to help me. And Gideon's like, hold up. I am so weak. I'm the weakest in my family. God, are you sure you want me? Are you sure it's me? And God's like, yep. I'm sure it's you, Gideon. And so do you know what Gideon does? He asks God for a sign. He asks God to prove it to him. He's like, okay, God, if you are really calling me, 
then I need you to prove it to me. Do you think God got mad at Gideon for doing that? No, God didn't get mad, but God talked to Gideon and God proved himself to Gideon three times. And when he did that, Gideon started to believe more and more. Oh my gosh, maybe God is calling me to be a leader. Maybe I'm not a wimp after all. Maybe I am a mighty warrior. And you know what? Gideon led his people and they defeated the Menites. Yay, right? All right. So you guys, I think that this story teaches us two main things. Can you guys hold up two fingers? Young and old, hold up two fingers. This story teaches us two main things about God. And the first one is this, that we get to have conversations with God. How did Gideon go from a wimp to a warrior? He talked to God about it. The first thing Gideon says to God is, hey, I think I'm a wimp. And God says, no, you're not. You are a mighty warrior. And the more Gideon talked to God, the more he realized that maybe he wasn't the thing that he was telling himself he was. Can I tell you guys a secret? When I was your age, I thought that I was really shy and ugly. And I told that to myself, but you know what? Some people even told that to me. Some of my friends said that I was those things. But do you think that God said that about me? No. no. And you know what? The more I talked to God about it, the more I realized it was just what I was believing and not what God was believing. So if you ever have those things in your life that you're like, I'm telling myself that I am this, you get to talk to God about that just like Gideon did and just like I did when I was a little kid. Because those things matter to God and we get to talk to God about anything. We get to ask him questions. We get to disagree with God sometimes. How many of you have ever disagreed with your parents? Yeah? Parents, how many of you have ever disagreed with your kids? Yeah. This is just what it means to be a family and we are God's kids. So sometimes we're gonna disagree with them and sometimes God is gonna disagree with us, but we get to talk to him about it, right? So that's the first thing, hold up, no, hold up one finger. That's the first thing we learn in this story is that we get to talk to God. We get to have conversations. The second thing is that even when we're afraid, God gives us a job. Did God wait until Gideon wasn't afraid anymore before he called him a leader and a mighty warrior? No. God called Gideon a mighty warrior when Gideon was like super afraid. And he still gave him a job to do. So even when we're afraid, even when we have those fears that maybe make us feel like we can't do anything, God will still work in us. He'll still move in us and he'll still give us a job to do because we can't do it alone, right? We need God's help just like Gideon. Okay, last secret I'm gonna tell you. Can I tell you a big secret? No one knows this, so don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. When I first started in this job 14 years ago, the thing that I was the most afraid of was talking in front of people like this, like I'm doing right now. I would get so nervous. I wouldn't be able to sleep the night before. And when I, I would get sick to my stomach. And then when I'd be on stage, my face would turn bright red and I would get so nervous. How did I get over my fear? Cause here I am. Do I look like I'm scared right now? No. I could probably sit here all day and talk to y'all. I'm not scared. 
How did I get over my fear? Well, you know what? I talked to God about it. And I said, God, if you are calling me to this job, you have to help me. I cannot do this without you. And the more that I talked in front of people like this, like I'm doing right now, the more it started to get a little bit easier, the more I felt God assuring me that he was with me, and the more I felt like God was giving me the words to say. Pretty cool, huh? And now I'm not afraid anymore. So the thing that used to make me so afraid, I'm not afraid anymore. That is how good God is. God is with us at all, all times, even in the midst of our fears. Okay, so... What about you guys? What are those things that maybe you're afraid of? That maybe God wants to be with you in and say, I am with you, even in those fears. I believe that we serve a God that says, I don't want you to be afraid. I want you to know that I'm with you, right? And here's the really cool thing about how God calls us to live. The last really important thing I'm gonna say, and then you can just stop listening. Jesus... Jesus calls us to live a life that we cannot live without him. Can you guys say that after me? Jesus calls us us to live a life life we cannot live live without him. him. So when we think to ourselves, oh my gosh, I can't do it. That's okay. Because Jesus says, that's okay. I'm with you and I'll help you. When I thought to myself, oh my gosh, I can't do this. I can't sit in front of people and talk. I'm too nervous. Jesus said, that's okay. You don't have to do it alone. I'm with you. That is what is good news for Gideon. Gideon couldn't be a mighty warrior without God's help. I couldn't be sitting here in front of you all talking without God's help. And the thing that maybe you're afraid of, you can't do that thing without God's help. So that's good news, right? All right. Will you guys pray with me? Okay. Jesus, we thank you that you are so good. We thank you that you tell us that we don't need to be afraid because you are with us. And God, we thank you for the life that you call us to, one that we cannot live without you. Jesus, you are so good. We praise your name. We thank you for this Sunday where we get to be the entire family of God. And I thank you for all my new friends up here. It's in your name that we pray. Amen.